fun in what you're doing, right? Absolutely. It's important to have fun. And it's, um, you know, if you're talking about mental health, if you are in a role or doing something you really don't like and you're trapped in that, you know, for corporate life or, you know, responsibilities, financial responsibilities, it's a worse place to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a, it's a prison, right? It's like oh. a prison and there's no handcuffs. No one took you there by, by the, you know, in the back of a police car, there are no arrests. <laughs> you yeah. surrendered, you surrendered willingly and every day. Um, yeah. So, you know, Mike, welcome to the, welcome to the jar foundation podcast. Thanks for being a guest uh, and hello Thanks. to everybody or anybody that's going to listen or see this. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Um, so the, the the Foundation podcast is really a, you know, a show where I'm bringing in people, you know, that are either experienced some mental health, you know, uh, in the in the industry, either from a you know patient standpoint or an advocate or a creator, somebody trying to solve problems uh, like Mike and his team, um, people making policy, people raising money. Uh, people throwing money, you know, around at the problem, trying to figure out where to put it and, you know, make the right bets so they can make the most impact. Mike, what are you, what are you doing in the industry, in the space? And, you know, what, what are you trying to solve and how can we, how can we all get around it? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for the work you're doing, Ken. And, Ken. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I think for, uh, for, for allowing me to share my work. Um, we, uh, so at Sensi, uh, we measure uh, wellness. And uh, the way we do that, we're measuring the state of the nervous system by yeah. measuring movement using the sensors in the smartphone. So you don't have to buy new hardware. There's a really good sensor that exists inside of your smartphone. And we use that sensor to measure a specific gesture to help you test and identify if the nervous system's in a stressed or non-stressed state. Um, also help you to identify things that maybe are a source of stress before they're a problem. Okay. And then we have um, personalized uh, mindset techniques that you can use to help you to clear the nervous system and then integrate the stress as wisdom, because that's what a lot of it is, is it has wisdom and information, it has intelligence. Yeah, us. yeah. And um, and then it helps you track that over time. And we're doing it with the device everyone already has, their smartphones. So I don't, that's genius. Thanks, man. Thanks. That is genius. Now, how, though? I mean, I, I met this guy in India, and he had worked for uh, all the phone techs, telecom. Mm. And he was an engineering kind of a brain guy, very smart guy, also a genius marketer. And he told me stuff about the iPhone that it could measure, which terrified me. Yeah. Like, you know, they know when you pick it up, when you pick it up and you flip it, when you pick yeah. it up and don't flip it, when you pick it up and flip it, what image appears and when you flip it back, how fast. Yeah. Like, like there was stuff like he was telling me he ran, he took about 30 seconds. It was spoke so fast. I was just like, ha, ha, ha. And <laughs> so. Yeah. Is that that sounds like it's true? If you can measure, yeah, my, yeah, my yeah, we can measure your mind. Yeah, we can measure your your state of mind through movement, and um, and instead of us measuring it and using it, we're giving the information back to you because that's like the real challenge with mental health is the state of mind, yeah. and and so much of the time historically, state of mind we've looked at here, but modern research, uh, yeah. significant amounts of body, yeah, it's the body. The body, yeah. and uh, I mean, it's the whole thing, it's the whole thing, but yeah, it's the whole thing. A lot of times, the problem occurs here, um, for a lot of complex reasons. But to your question about sensors, yeah, the sensors in the smartphone are highly sensitive, and um, we, we utilize that to, to measure a gesture and identify the state of your nervous system. Interesting, you mentioned something about the chat, like the, 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 the nervous system, like the stress being. I felt that before, like when I'm super stressed, uh, like a constriction almost, right? Yeah. Like yeah. a, 
it's, I don't know if it's my fibers or it's pretty deep. It's like a deep muscle. Yeah. 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 So the, um, <clears throat> the stress response of the central nervous system utilizes yeah. um, a couple channels. There's a chemical channel and there's a neuromuscular channel. Um, there's an electrical channel. Um, and so when the stress response hits, there's a cascading series of events that happens throughout the body. And the one you're pointing to is um, typically tension. Yeah. So muscle tension is one of the things that happens when we're stressed immediately muscle tension happens and it's, it's there to support us because when we're stressed, the body's gone into a fight or flight. It's like, ah, and so it's wanting us to be able to attack, you know, or, or respond. But the problem is in this modern day, in this modern culture, most of the things that are stressing us are like notifications and emails or TV. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're stuck with that stressor. We're not like fighting saber tooth tigers. Yeah. And so, Hey, yeah, there was a time, an email from, I mean, I had some bosses and moments in jobs where an email from my boss would cause terror. For sure. I'm sure we've all been there. Me too, man. You know, yeah. terror, anger, you know, as if it's an email, but yet there we are like, ah, <laughs> absolutely. You're, yeah. like you said, and your whole, you know, and that's what I felt is like that, like just, oh, like, oh man, that's some super, yeah. you know, you're like you said, your body's hugging itself, trying to go, it's okay, man. You're going to yeah. like, like, you're yeah. going to. So, I mean, this is, this seems like you guys have the product. It's in market. Uh, it's or, in a private beta right now. So oh, it's in a private um, beta. Okay. Yeah. So we're, 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 we're working, um, we're working to develop and get it out. Um, but uh, it's in a private beta at the moment. So. And who's the target? What's, what's the audience or the, or the client or, or do you have a specific start? Like, you know, start yeah. with a certain type of people and roll it out. We're, yeah, we're, uh, we're, gonna, we're starting uh, what we're calling mindset. And okay. uh, mindset, underneath mindset, there's like sort of two uh, uh, verticals that we're going after. One okay. is on the healing side. So healing trauma, you know, and pain and frustration. Um, and then on the other side is performance. And okay. to me, they're really one thing because like we've all experienced, as someone in the culture, in the, in the corporate space, we've all had that experience where like you try to work and you can't work because you've got something going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so that... You know, trauma is sort of a, to me, it's a relative term. And trauma is when we have a stressor, when we have a piece yeah, it could be right, it could be any trauma. Sometimes yeah. we think trauma is like, oh, you know, my dad killed my mom. It's like, no, no, no. It, it 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 could be as simple as like you didn't get the car you wanted as a kid, you know, and you're still carrying some pain from that. It's I've started to get my head around this. Like, I just met a gentleman and talked about um, medical PTSD. Yeah. You know, and that's trauma, right? Trauma from so many different, you know, every time you went to the doctor or hospital. Oh, as a kid. that's a big one, especially yeah. surgery. They're, they're really learning a lot about yeah. what surgery does to, yeah, that's a really big one. Yeah. yeah, he was talking about, he said, man, you know, I like, I did not realize it until we started talking about it. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I, I'm terrified of that stuff. And the yeah. guy's like, let's talk about it. Let's unpack it. And he says, we were starting unpacking it. And he's like, I he goes, that's crazy. Like, like I've been through some stuff in the yeah. hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't realize it was, it was still kind of bouncing around in my head. Yeah. And that's a thing. In his you know, body. Muscle, you know, we know the term muscle memory, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Really starting to learn like, oh, it really has a lot of memory. Um, yeah. He said it was really in his body, not his mind. Right? I'm sorry. Yeah. The correction was, it was, the memory was there, but the, tra the, the, the trauma muscle. was holding kind of the muscle was kind of holding on to the pain uh, and gripping sure. onto it. For sure. A, a really interesting area for me. And I've, how does the system, how's your app going to work then? I mean, if I'm pre, because how does it have a, not a beta, but like a, a baseline, right? Your baseline is tense. Yeah. What if I'm, 
because you're going to have different kind of people, you know, baselining, right? You're going to have somebody that's, you know, you're going to get a monk from the Hindus, hint the, you know, from the from the Highland Mountains, you know, some guy. And he's going to have zero stress, and you're going to get some corporate executive. How do you how do you baseline that thing? Yeah, or does yeah. it know? It's a great it's a good question. Yeah, we we, we baseline it, and we'll get to personalized baseline. Um, also, I just noticed we have a guest, Mama Mama. My mama made it, so I just want to say hi to her. Oh um, my. Oh, my mama made it. Yeah, she was. She was a. Um, she was a great guest. Uh, her, I interviewed her at her lemon lemonade stand in a mall. Yeah, in a mall in Minot, North Dakota. Nice. (laughs) So, yeah, she's one of my original guests. That's so cool. That's so cool. Hi, Um, mama. She's great, and she has a great story. South Central. I mean, she's amazing woman. That's so cool. Um, the question about baseline, yeah. we, we, you learn the gestures when you come into the product. The gesture is a very simple, it prompts you to think about a topic and you just do a one, two, three. And we measure the balance of the hand, wrist, and forearm when you do that gesture. Um, and after you learn the gesture, you calibrate Sensi. And when you calibrate Sensi, it says, it's a one-time setup. You can go back right. and do it anytime you want, but you one-time setup. Right. So it says, uh, you know, how are you currently feeling? You pick the emotion. I'm feeling joy. What are you thinking about? I'm talking to friends. So I select them thinking friends. And then it says, do you feel tension in your body? Yes, no. Uh, say no. Now it says, okay, well, feeling joy, thinking of friends, feel that feeling, do the gesture. I swipe and go one, two, three. Oh, and I do that three times. And then I do a breathing exercise. And then after that breathing exercise, I then it then says, now pick an emotion that's the opposite of what you just felt. So now you select, I, I was in a joyful state. Now I have to select a stressful state. So fear or anger <clears throat> while well, thinking of politicians, do you feel tension? Yes. Uh, it says now, you know, feeling anger while thinking of politicians, feel that and embody it in the gesture in one, two, three. And I do that. Oh. And then we have a baseline for what your movement looks like in a positive state and a negative state. And, um, and, and, and then we give you that data back. So we give you um, a little, a uh, uh, little data from that, which gives you a, it's called a self-awareness assessment, which measures your emotional awareness, your body awareness, like we're able to do the gesture consistently um, and your uh, resilience awareness. So it scores those three, which are the three things that are really important for mental health and like where I am. So, cause our, our awareness can be um, really condensed through cognitive load. So all the screens that we're taking in, all the information we're taking in can compress our capacities, which yeah. can compress. So we can have periods of time, no matter how awake you are, how woke you are. We, we have times where our, our awareness is under so much compression because all the information we're taking in and, and like our body awareness is down, our emotional awareness is down, and we're not aware of it, totally not aware of it. And this typically leads to like bad behaviors where all of a sudden we're doing things. We don't know why we're doing them. You know, like people who can't break diets. Yeah, of course. Right. right. Yeah. It's because our awareness has been, is like significantly compressed. Um, That's really, man. So who's, yeah, keep, sorry, keep going. Well, so, so then we use that data. Then, then when you go into a session, you can test different statements. So you can make statements like um, you can check the, if your movement routine supports you, you know, are my intimate relationships optimal, you know? We also have a very simple check-in, which is for, am I ready? Am I ready for this meeting? Am I ready for, you know, uh, my, my, to go be a dad? I, I right. do that a lot before I go home to be with my kids, make sure I clear the workplace stress so I'm present with them. And you just, you know, you read the sentence, you do the gesture, and then it takes the session data and compares it to the calibration data to see if you're in a blocked or flowing state, a stress or non-stressed state. Okay. Oh, thanks for adding us to the... I'm kind of learning. I'm 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 becoming a little radio host over here. <laughs> very, very cool. It's a cool tool, man. This thing works really well. It's a yeah. great tool, and there's so and there's a lot more I can do with it. I haven't quite figured it out yet, but yeah, yeah. So, um, so uh, yeah, 
Yeah, that's a. This is a very. I mean, this must be. How did you end up in this in this role? How did you find this? What what? Yeah, what was the journey. I um I had a concussion with uh I had a traumatic brain injury from a car accident where I had another body experience when I was like nineteen, and I watched the body move around without me. What? And, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and I was in like a samadhi state. I was in a very loving, deeply loving state awareness and you know there was a huge car accident and uh so it was like very strange because i'm like in this state of pure loving awareness and like all this chaos is and this chaos below you yeah and i'm watching the body walk around without me <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, and uh and i you know i i ha- had amnesia i didn't know who i was or where i was and i had problems with short-term memory call for a long period of time and i was told that i would never recover i met a hippie guy who taught me how to meditate and in a six-month window of time for meditating, um, my brain recovered and my life took off. And I got involved in technology companies and um, technology startups. And uh, I was, while doing technology, I was always really passionate about the neuroscience, really spiritual side, spiritual neuroscience and like Eastern philosophies. Um, and, you know, like how it was possible that I experienced what I experienced. Yes, yeah. And so the combination of my work in software and technology startups combined with my personal interest for Sensi. So that's, that's where we are. Yeah. What a gift. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It's been, yeah, it's for sure. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because it has been a gift, right? I mean, it's, I mean, like perspective is so powerful. Uh (laughs) That's it. That's it right there. And and that's really what we're trying to do with Sensi is help us all to see that, help myself because it's so easy to lose it. It's so easy to lose that perspective. And that's really what I believe good mental health is, is just this awareness of how viewing things, you know, and um, we're moving moving at such a fast rate that it's very easy to lose track of it. You know, it's like. It it, it really is. This would be, I mean, such a great combination. The tool would be, I mean, the Sensi app would be such a great combination with some of the other, um, you know, like maybe a real, you know, like not say face-to-face, not face-to-face therapy, but maybe people who are doing, you know, remote online. Right. And, you know, you, you either, cause it would just go so hand in hand, have your own self-awareness, your own body awareness. There's tools you can get from another human that can kind of help you cope with other stuff. Um, but what a great combination. How about for kids? This thing like, like for high schoolers. Yeah. Like, isn't that like, what a market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, especially around learning. We've talked to some of the NFL about this. And um, like one of the biggest issues I don't think is that often talked about is, um, you know, kids who are poor learners, like it's such a simple way to cover up a very complex thing. You know, and, and a lot of times it can be right under the hood is when, when someone's stressed, especially when they're stressed, it's impossible to learn. Like the brain is not <laughs> going to information. Like it's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. And so you've got this scenario where we're in right now. And I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in the, in the student market. It's it's second to what we're currently doing. You know, um, but I'm really interested in the market because you have this scenario of kids on social media, on TikTok. And like that whole thing is like designed to breed stress. I mean, it can be a great tool. But some of the algorithms are always seeing, you know, content that's conflicting or, you know, if it creates tension. And- I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think there's anything in the algorithm that spells calm. That's it, man. That's Chaos. It. But so these poor kids, you know, they're absorbing all this information. On top of that, they've got a ton of workload. They've got the family yes. stuff. They've got, you know, what they got going on? It's a lot. And so having 
the tool that we're developing and the thing that I'm really excited about is that the interventionalists that are being put into our product, we call mindset pros, yeah. they're, they're some of the most effective remedies on, on, on earth. Uh, like, and they're, they're is it like, like C- a little bit CBT is it, it's kind of like similar. just kind of stopping, stopping the, stopping the kind of the exaggerations. Yeah. So, um, um, really going into it. Um, well, so let me go backwards one step. Where sure, we sure. sit right now, we don't know collectively, there's no consensus on how to measure wellness, on how to measure the staying healthy. And there's no consensus on That's what true. techniques work best for what audiences. Those are two really big problems. That's what we're going after. And so to that extent, we've identified a whole network of interventionalists, mindset yes. groups. Who have techniques that are really basic in neuroscience, which help a person to go into the trauma and alter the memory of it. And then in the process of altering the memory of it, also reprogram the memory. Um, and then also extract a the, yeah, wisdom, like what the what wisdom is, from it. Yeah, because it has a purpose for you. It's, it's it's there. Yes. So it's not about stopping, denying, repressing. It's about welcoming it as okay this is it and by the way this is a set like, i'm not if someone's beating somebody or there's some kind of like, like that's a very different scenario i'm talking about a person who's carrying ptsd who's carrying yes yeah yeah from the work they're trying to do because of some right. sort of emotion you know? yeah yeah if i mean if you're in something in the middle of something obviously it's, nothing's going to help you until you get out of it right right and, and, and then once you're out of it now how do you how do you how do you reptile this, right and understand this is where you're this is where you're you're sweet this is your spot yeah, that's it. That's it. Just to, just to clarify, because yeah. I'm very compassionate. I understand. in different scenarios. So, yeah. Really, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, this, this, I like the idea that you turn it into wisdom, the lessons, mm-hmm. right? The paint, the, these, these lessons in life, these experiences in life, which, you know, currently we kind of dredge up and re-talk about and dredge up and re-talk about. And it's how do you close that? Take a little something from it. Don't put the rest on the garbage disposal whatever it is we do with the other part. But I like the idea that grabbing something out of that and saying, here's the wisdom, you know, here's what we can, here's how we learn from that and grow from it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 and then in that experience, helping a person to see their body differently, helping them to see the feelings of their body as a form of their depth of their intelligence. Yes. Because that's really the challenge is um, our, our, our feelings are a significant part of our intelligence. Uh, especially in the realm of healthy. It's a biometric for our state of health or it's ease. This is so cool. So yeah, I want to come, there was a thought that I had lost. Um, You mentioned something earlier, which is interesting. There is no 120 over 80, 68 beats a minute, 98.6, right? So for mental health, we don't know what those, you're pretty good health. But I mean, do you think the Sensi app can ultimately do that? Like, yeah, like yeah. is that a, like, I th- cool. it sounds to me like you're going to be able to measure that level of things I'm holding on to and what gets me excited to what degree and what, what, it, you know, what calms me to what degree. And that might be a pretty good baseline, a real baseline, like we, yeah, to a real baseline of what humanity should, a state we should be in. Right. That's exactly it. That's what we're after is sort of inverting the model from looking at all the illness and disease to like, oh, here's your health baseline. So now deviating from that, you can reconcile, come back up to it. Yeah. 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 What's good look like? We don't know. Yeah. 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 Right. 
And so and, and I think it's a really, really important thing, you know, and uh, and what's beautiful about it too, the, like in my learnings that I've learned in the process is we work with some amazing scientists and a lot of great institutions is it's really at the crossroad of trusting oneself. A lot of it comes down to that. And, um, and what we measured in the gesture, I mean, a lot of our research was on beat in the early days. So it's true and false statements. It's the neuromechanics of trust. And if you look at any of the mental illnesses, it's like, okay. that's typically what happens. <laughs> it's like, you stop trusting something. It's else. pretty low. Yeah. 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 And it's very difficult to establish healthy relationships if I can't trust myself. And this realm we're in is one that's very contingent or it's important to have good relationships. And so, you know, starting to cultivate this trust in my own self so that I can have good relationships with yourself and other people, you know? Yeah. I, I wonder if that crossroads, um, you know, I, I, I wrote a book and, and part of the, one of the chapters I cover thoughts, that covers love uh, mm. and, and, and I'm heavily dependent upon self-love as a base, mm. you know, without self-love, any other love is kind of broken yes. or, you know, doomed for sure. Um, until you get that self-love because you can't really love somebody. It's dependent, right? So right. it's dependent love or it's, you know, it's, it's kind of built in sand because you don't love yourself. Right. Uh, you know, you can't really accept love because you're not worthy. You haven't figured that part out and you certainly can't show anybody, you can't teach love to anybody. Right. Uh, you're not really sure what it is. You haven't figured out how to reconcile with yourself. So I wonder if that or is that, you know, if you've got this, kind of holding on to the stuff you're talking about there. Yeah. You can't trust yourself. How can you love yourself if you can't trust yourself too? Oh, and, and well, and, and what you're, you really got your hand on the crux of it, which is um, loving my, loving anger, hatred, fear, yes. sadness. That, that is self-love, you know, where yeah. the opposite path of like, I'm in fear. So let me get on Instagram. Let me drink. Let me smoke. Let me, yes. I'm now in, I'm on the side of it, you know, I'm now kind of drifting away. And it's, it's difficult because you can't speak in absolutes because like to some extent, those things might be healthy in terms of whatever you're doing in the world, but it comes to like living sure. the holistic lifestyle um, and wanting to find balance. It, it's helpful find to balance. have the understanding of like, oh, there's something in these feelings I don't want to feel that's important for me, um, you know, in, in relation to me maintaining my base. Yeah, that's... It's really interesting that this even, you know, maybe like I said, the, the step one more away from self-love, you know, the other thing getting in that way is the trust. And yeah. you've got, you haven't got that. And if you're holding, you know, if something is in that chest, right. You've got a lot of this trauma you're holding on to different spots of your body. Like, and to, to your point about the trust part. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe that, so it does make sense. So too, a lot of people I meet that don't love themselves have got some trauma in their life, right? There's stuff, you look at it, they've had trauma. For it's sure. It's due to something in their life they didn't can really control and they haven't figured it out yet. I mean, honestly, I, I believe like, it, it seems that, I don't know if this is true or not, but it seems that to some extent, if you're alive, you probably have some trauma. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh. Like, like, oh just, I think also we get in these conversations we always think it's out there and it's like, man, I have it, you know? And, I, and, uh, <laughs> we're in here pontificating and uh, yeah. you know hey well, i'm sure we got i'm sure between us we got a suitcase or two full yeah 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 and i think, I think what's really cool about that i have, I have a you know we talks about grief and like how grief when we're in a relationship to it becomes a connector so you could be a billionaire and i could be a hobo on the street but grief is grief you know 
And, and so it becomes this like social fabric. And, and so when we, when we, when we share the grief in many ways, it becomes a fabric of really binding us oh, there yeah. in our humanity, you know? Oh, it really so, is. I mean, it's, you know, that does cross, that crosses right across, goes right across socio, socioeconomic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right through the fabric. Yeah. Uh, oh, real, it's a real thing. Um, how long are you going to be in beta? What's the, what, you have any timelines? We're, we're fundraising right now. We, so we have four or five interventions now and we have them all designed. We're just getting them engineered in and, um, we're just in the process of closing our seed round to help us to get the mentions in and closing a couple of pilots as well. So um, aiming for the end of Q2 uh, to have, have it out. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we also closed the partnership with John Hopkins Biomedical AI Lab, which is you know, really good about. Um, so yeah, I would imagine, yeah, you start to get some, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be people who want to attach to your tech because you're in part of the stream. It almost like the cure that, you know, the, the, the wellness stream or the, the, yeah. the, the pro, you know what I mean? If there's steps to wellness in a journey, are, do you feel like you're an end to end piece or do you feel like you fit in somewhere or where do you fit in, in this kind of journey for someone's mental health? Yeah. I mean, I, the opportunity in my mind that we're going after is uh, at some point in our evolution, we were all walking around holding our teeth. Ah, oh, my teeth hurt. And then somebody was like, oh, you brush your teeth and there's an invisible plaque and, you know, it goes away. You know, and, and, and to me, it's the same thing with our emotional being. There's some sort of like invisible plaque, which as you, you know, articulated earlier, it shows up in tension. You know, we feel yeah. it and we can create with feel us it. everywhere. But yeah. And so to me, it was this, you know, daily, daily hygiene, week hygiene of, connecting to myself and check in and, um, and, you know, make sure that I am in the state that I want to be in and, you know, consciously cultivating this relationship with money in my mind mm. so that I am living the life I love. And, um, and so we're going after the consumer and, um, and we're also um, opening up our algorithms so that we can share them with other applications um, because, the, you know, the mind is so complex. So, so I'm sure some of the ways these al the algorithms can be used. And so we're going to be like yeah. applications. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. And so I guess I'm still on, you know, that kind of that part of the question, right? There's, I mean, I guess there's a trauma and I'm trying to figure out you guys fit in here and it's a constant usage. So no matter what happens. Yeah. And where do people, do you bounce out to get, like if I need a, what if I feel like I need a therapist, right? Let's say I've got the device. I'm a young kid. I'm a teenager. I get on the program seven years later. I get to a situation where I've been using the app and everything's good, but now it's telling me, and I know what happened to me. I need, I think I need help. Right. right. And they kind of bounce out, get treatment and come back in together. Yeah. How do you see it going? Like something like, like somebody's journey. Yeah, we built a coaching dashboard, uh, and so the co coaching slash therapy dashboard. And so uh, let's just say, theoretically, I'm your coach therapist. Um, what happens is I send you a link, and it's a you know it actually opens the Sensi app on your phone, and it says you know do you want to Mike as your coach, your therapist? You say yes, um, and it says you want to share data with me. Yes. Okay, got and it. I as your coach therapist I actually author packs of self inquiry, so questions. Yeah. I share them with you and now you have the ability in your own time outside of our session together to how to self self-regulate, yes. self-cope, um, and to do the work. And then and then on my side, I can see how you're doing, how your progress is tracking. 
And when you come in for a session, really truly understand your, your true emotional need um, so that we can go deeper together in our, our one-on-one time. So. That is okay. So it's a really good tool set for a therapist. Holy cow. Okay. Now I see that side of it as well. Yeah. We wanted to support uh, sort of like a new therapy model, you know, where um, empowering really great therapists to do more without having to work as much, you know? And, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are like, th- once you see a few thousand people, you know, like a better help, you know, let's say you're a better help therapist and you know, you're, you're young and you start off there and man, after a couple of years, you've seen more than most therapists in the olden, olden days, you know, air quote, olden days, you know, you've got two years, you've got a, you've got 10 years experience in two years. I, I would imagine Right. Cause you're just, you know, you're seeing people from the phone and it's, it's rapid fire. You're seeing everything under the sun. For sure. So man, if I could dial in, cause I, I now need, you know, I'm, I'm more skilled now. And if I had better tools, I could absolutely provide better help with, like you said, without doing some of the, the silly stuff, like the background ass, like I could see, you know, geez, Ken last weekend, it looks like, you know, when you were doing the exercises, you looked like you were super tense. What happened last weekend? Holy cow. So, you know, let's talk about that. You're like, yeah, yeah you know, my girlfriend showed up and, you know, it was pretty ugly and, you know, okay. Then you have, they got, I don't need to probe with 20 questions. I can go straight to what happened on Saturday night. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. We know exactly now. It's like, Oh, it's, here it is. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and then and then helping them to expand around that, extract. Yeah, and then, yeah, then you can spend time on the right stuff. Yeah, I can see this be a very powerful tool for a therapist. Yeah, uh, thank and, you. And then and then definitely, like I said, the um, I I love how the how did the idea? I mean, the idea come to you at one point? Oh. Did you get? Did you get? Did it was it thunderstruck or accidental or? It's funny. Uh, almost all of them. Uh, so. Um, I, uh, I was uh, some high growth technology startups. And after one of them, I kind of had like a mental breakdown and uh, it was just so stressful. And, uh, and then I went into the yoga teacher training and this is back in 2012, I think 2013. And when doing the yoga training, I, I did a training with an amazing guy named Ian Finn. And, um, while we were doing that, he's, you know, he's been teaching for over 30 years. I had this awareness of like, hey, we need to apply technology to some of these advanced principles in the yoga philosophies because they, 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 yoga to me is actually really is proper healthcare. It's just so powerful. What it's you do for your very health. good. Yeah. Yeah, and um, healthcare staying healthy. Just to clarify that. Um, so, uh, but anyway, so I, I said that to him then, and and so he was initially planted there, and then I came back from that and started a tech. I'm, I'm part of a group that does small and early stage tech companies. Okay. And as a part of that group, the, the chairman of that group made me CEO of this uh, corporate partnership we did, corporate okay. partnership with a large cruise line. And I was CEO of that initiative, and he brought in a technical founder who was our CEO, Thomas Gersten. And we built the first um, biometric payment solution so you could transfer the blink and eye. Um, and uh, Thomas is the AI, former AI gesture recognition lead for OxConnect. And so Thomas and I were building, it was called Gay. And while we were building that, we talked a lot about why hasn't technology been applied to spiritual principles and you know to take the language out of it so people can directly experience the yeah. And um and from that conversation, it, he kept on talking about muscle testing, 
uh, and, and he's an incredibly smart guy. And when he would talk, it was super woo woo. And I was like, man, if you're so smart, let's, let's measure this, you know? And I kind of like bet him, you know, it was kind of like, a, and it was like six years. So you, called, you called him out? Like, you yeah, yeah, I was like, smart. Man. And you believe so much in this. Like, let's, let's. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about your ass. Let's see what yeah. you can do. Yeah, let's go. And, uh, and we did, uh, <laughs> we did. We did, we did like nine preclinical trials and, you know, the first two were, you know, extraordinarily successful and, and we had one staff that were su successful as, as well, except for one. Um, and, uh, and, and there's been a lot of research. We did a lot of R and D to get it started out. And I, I, I would imagine. Yeah. So the journey is really, it's, you're almost 10 years from kind of that beginning of the journey. When the new seed was planted. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Yeah. When the seed was planted. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a ride. <laughs> it's been a really wild ride, and, and, and I'm grateful for the whole thing for sure. I mean, interesting. You probably you've already done at least one other project in the middle. Um, you know, I, I do. Um, I yeah, yes, yes. Here and there, I do a project here and there to help cash in. Um, and then uh, I also do some coaching on the side for like professional athletes and um, CEOs. Um, but I, I do just, I do like two or three, I won't, won't do three clients at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah. CEOs are heavy. It's heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Professional athletes even more so. Uh, by both, both, both. Yeah. I, I love that. Um, fantastic story. I, I mean, really appreciate Mike, your time and, and appreciate the, just sharing with everybody the journey yeah. and, I appreciate what you're yeah. doing. I think it's so cool. I think it's so cool. The jar awesome project. Um, so thank yeah, you. thanks. Yeah. Well, I'm you know I'm on my way down to I'm going to Saint I'm going to Saint Petersburg. I don't know if you're you know on on that. Oh, are you? A, I'm, in, I'm in Tampa. I'm like thirty minutes. Oh, I'm, I'm actually I'm actually on the beach. I'm like thirty minutes north of the seat. Oh, how about coming on the jar with me? Yeah, man, for sure. For it would sure. be so much fun. Get you on this. Yeah. Like we sit. Yeah, it would be, be cool to meet and. Uh, and to get you on the jar and sit down and, and get you to pull the questions and and kind of see a different oh, side of the story. It, you're hosting it in St. Pete. Oh, I physically drive everywhere, 111 cities. That's amazing. That's amazing. So I'm in I'm in Atlanta. I'm headed to Savannah for four days, uh, oh, a couple yeah. of days. On the, and then uh, I go on the 30th, and then I go to Jacksonville. Nice. And then I drive. Then I'm driving down to St. Pete's. That's so cool. Man. That's I'll, awesome. I'll get you. A, I'll get you a link. Yeah, that'd be great. I, I'll get you a link. We'll find some time. This would be worst case. Let's let's get a coffee and a breakfast, something. Yeah, um, love to meet you. And I, I this app, like I said, I've I've interviewed quite a few, not a, not a lot, fifteen ish people, but this is really promising to me. Thank you, thanks, man. Really promising. Uh, yeah. We've got some really great partnerships that we're in the process of closing right now. That really, to really take up. So. Um, I, I hope, man. I hope it. I hope it goes smooth. So you're not too stressed. <laughs> I don't want you should don't be burning out this time. You know, you can't be. You can't be. <laughs> that's you know that's actually even the irony of this project. Whenever <laughs> I'm stressed, like nothing happens, and so like the whole project like forces me to like slow down, <laughs> so things will will happen. So it's been a it's been a blessing. You um, can be a serial entrepreneur, but not a serial stresser. You gotta you know. No, I think those days are those days are done. Yeah, absolutely absolutely kind of be that guy outside the body looking down at yourself and just have some perspective on what's going on where you're at how lucky you are 
Amazing. That's that is really good advice right there. That, the constantly yeah. reviewing how lucky we are. We're blessed. Yeah. How, yeah. And and just the ang, you know, that that third person view is a blessing. Yeah. So yeah. true. Just a quick question for you. What would you like to see for the Jar Foundation? Just so we have that out here. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's great. Um, you know, I'm in that. I'm in that process where I'm building, you know, I think the foundation is a place where I can, I can help people who I've met along the way, who are trying to turn their, their moments of, of mental health issues into something positive. And I've had a couple of people that are either starting yoga, you know, kind of little small groups or sessions or becoming a teacher and they're focusing on a mental health aspect. So that physical part of getting it out. Um, I met a lady in one of the cities who, you know, the, her life was pretty hard. And at the end of it, she's taken every dollar she had and she didn't have much money starting a storefront, uh, a place where people could come and talk and get help, get mm. to a clinic. You know, she was dealing with drug use, drug users falling on and off. So that mental health people. So I just felt, you know, kind of compelled it that I'm, I see people, I'm a connector of people and, you know, and I'm, so I'm doing the jar and I'm all in on the jar. That's out of my own, you know, out of my own pocket. Uh, and, and I was just doing this to see where it took me. Yeah. And I've kind of found, you know, this is, I think, what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to build a training company around this as well, because I believe there's a lot of, so kind of what you're doing is this training methodology, right? right. Self-training. And I really believe there's a lot more, we can do a lot more help. We're not going to get doctors on, in offices and doctors on the end of a phone call tomorrow. Right. It's not going to happen. We don't have enough. You're like, we're 30 or 40% capacity uh, is, is the fill compared to the need. And that's oh. old data. It's probably 20% of what we need, maybe 10%. So we need tools in people's hands to teach themselves. And I think there's a training opportunity there, workplaces, um, especially in workplaces to teach people how to do stuff, you know, training and interpersonal, not just the personal development. So I wanted the JAR Foundation to to help fund, you know, in the beginning, I need some money to grassroots fund the jar mm. to keep doing this, get rid of the stigma, get rid of the stigma, have the conversations around mental health with people, mm. share their stories so people can see them um, and then build, use that, use that money to build out these two organizations. They become not for profits and spin back into the foundation. I I'm going to create a closed ecosystem. Amazing. Super cool. Super yeah. Cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm on that. I'm on that grind. And so I just got my pitch deck together. You know, first thing I need is some hotel sponsors <laughs> alleviate <laughs> some of my, you know, my, my biggest burn is room and board. Yeah. And the team and oh. stuff is small. I have a, I have a light, a pretty light uh, footprint. And so it's starting to get out there and find, um, you know, find some sponsors. Yeah. Um, so I can keep the journey going. Uh, and I got, and I got, I burnt the boats. I'm, <laughs> I'm all in baby. Yeah. Like you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Like you, we're all in. Yeah, that's it, all in on it, that's for sure. Well, uh, as we grow, you know, maybe we can circle back and help you, but right now we won't be to you, but, you know, revenue starts coming in for sure. Uh, yeah, you guys are going to, you're going to, you'll need every dollar you can, man. If yeah. software, you know, software one iteration <laughs> takes another iteration, takes another. And it's, a living, it's a living entity, you know? And it's a living entity. I'm sure you're going to need every dollar you can scrape together. Um, sure. Come and see you in Tampa. Looking forward right. to it. Looking forward yeah, to it. I'm going to see you at Tampa. I'll shoot you a note. Okay, sounds good. Thank you so much. Yeah, okay, let's – oh, let me forget. I thought we were still going live. We're having yeah. a great personal chat. Let me yeah. end the – say goodbye to everybody.